1: 1039's Tapping In with Gary Spivey. Trying to get your question to Gary? Call 239-765-1039 or email askgary at
2: bigmamaradio.com. Now, the host of Tapping In, Big Mama.
3: Alright, we're back. You can always get a hold of Gary uh, Spivey when he's not here in the studio at 1-800-827-GARY. That's 800-827-GARY. Let's get Gary back on the line with us right now. Gary, we got time for about three more phone calls, and we're going to take him right away, alright? Great. Alright, let's grab Ruby from North Fort Myers. Ruby, what's your question for Psychic Gary Spivey? Uh,
4: I'm trying to sell my home, and I'm just trying to find out if you can tell me when it might actually happen.
2: Yeah, wow, the energy is all over the place. Uh, Were were you kind of going through turmoil on making the decision to sell your home?
4: No, we're just not happy down here.
2: Maybe that would be turmoil you know yeah
4: that's probably what it is
2: right and so if you have kind of a confused energy like that when when people come to look at your house they're going to feel that turmoil energy and uh chances are they will not buy it in other words you've mojoed your house okay and uh just with okay. the negativity of going this house is bad this place is bad this is you see where where I'm coming from and so yeah so, so this is kind of your vibe there and, and so I can clear that and um You could once I clear it, you could actually probably stay in the house, or you could, uh, you know, sell the house. But uh, uh, it's really important not to say negative things uh, while you're there and and continue to mojo it. Your your words are very powerful, so you're you're sort of spiritually gifted upside down. So you got to be careful. And your husband does he go on a rant? Yes. It just goes crazy, right?
4: Yeah, he gets kind of upset with everything sometimes.
2: Yeah, well, that when he's on that rant, he just hexes everything. These days, negative intentions create negative outcomes, and so you got to not let him, you know, fly off into the rants of about basically nothing. And so, but there, I just cleared everything around you in the house, and, and it feels like now you will attract some buyers. And so, but remember, you can mojo each other, and you also can mojo a house. Okay.
4: All right, thank you very much. Hey,
3: this is paradise on earth. You're not happy down here. Where would you be happy? I'm just curious.
4: No, I'm, I have medical issues, and we're trying to get to where I can get it taken care of, and there's no specialist down here.
3: Hmm. All right. I think there's
2: one in Tampa.
4: So.
2: I think there's one in Tampa. That's what I see.
4: I've actually been referred to Tampa, but the specialists are in Atlanta and New York they Are kind of further away,
2: so yeah. If you look really good, you'll find a great Thank one you. in Tampa. I just see that. I really do see it. All right. Okay.
3: Okay, I'll check it out. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's I go. Have a good day, you too. Let's go to Chastity. She's uh, ha- what about Chastity you're on the air? What's your question for Gary Spivey?
4: Um, I've been feeling like I'm in the dumps. Like something's holding me back and draw me back for a long time now. And I was wondering if you could see anything. It's like no matter what I do, I fail at everything I try. I can't do nothing right.
2: Mm-hmm. Let me just see here. <clears throat> I'm just clearing a dark energy away. Um, do you take any medications? No. Okay.
3: Do you, um, you self medicate? I don't take them no more. Do you self medicate? No. Don't smoke the wacky the baggy? Um,
4: I just smoke weed sometimes. That's it. There we go
2: yeah and so uh, I think that that's the as I see it, okay um, I'm seeing that that there's something you're adding to your agenda in other words like like it's something you're taking um, that's that's uh, uh, creating uh, an energy of unaware of when you should do something or should should not do something and so uh, sometimes when you're medicating you know one way or the other that can create this energy and so. Um, that that 's that 's what i 'm seeing, uh, but I can i and when I look at you there 's a dark energy drug energies are the darkest of energies, and so when I look around you spiritually, I see this dark crust of energy around your head and around your heart making you uh, you know sort of numb to things and so I just crack that off of you I, I can do that see how you got lighter in your head sort of suddenly sort of a strange feeling and yeah. so yeah, and so you'll find that you'll feel better, feel lucky, feel happy. Uh, you know, walk, go outside more. It's really important that you're outside, not inside. Yeah, you, you get depressed inside. I don't know if you figured that out about yourself. Have you?
4: Yeah, I think so. Okay. And it's well, like I've been isolated to that house for the past two or three years and
3: not by choice.
2: Okay. Well, I just see it's really important to walk around. And if you do that, if you go outside a little bit, I see you being quite happy. Okay.
3: What do you mean Sorry. by what do you mean by not by choice? Our medical issues.
4: All right. I have a movement disorder and I've had surgery on my leg a couple of times over the past couple of years and it's like and then uh, my steps my stepson it was hard to take him out before he went to school. We couldn't go places and do things because He had his old temper tantrums and little behavioral
2: issues. I hear what you're saying, but there's going to be a million excuses to keep you inside, and you're, you know, 80% Uh of your depression is that, and so you got to go outside somehow. So, so every how you figure out. So
3: that's what it is: is is, is being locked in the house, not outside. You need sunlight in your life. Everyone needs sunlight. (laughs) Yeah. So put down the blunt and go outside. Do that. All right. It really is. (laughs) I mean, she thinks I'm just joking, but I'm being dead serious. So Yeah. All right. we got to take one more call. Thank you, Chastity, for calling in. Let's grab Donna from Fort Myers, our last call here on Psychic Tuesday. Go ahead, Donna. Donna, are you there? Yes. Go ahead. What's your question for Gary Spivey?
4: I have a very dear friend that moved away a year ago, and I'd like to know if he ever thinks of me.
2: Yeah. He, he does. He, you know, he's a little bit all over the place, but yes, he does think of you. If that's your question, he thinks of you.
4: Will, he, will I ever see him again?
2: Yeah, I see you seeing him again, but you know, I, I don't think I would hang on to this as a relationship. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a waste of time. I think there's a lot of people in the world. All you need is one, and to focus on just this one that's not even to the place of where it would be a maybe... But, you know, I think he's a friend. Uh, I think in a relationship he would actually be lousy because I think he he's a little bit too self-centered. He's pretty self-centered, isn't he?
4: I think he might be, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, might is a denial word. Be careful of being in denial about this whole thing. And so, but realize, I see you doing better if you move on. I don't think this is your soulmate, okay?
3: All right. Is he happy?
2: Yes, uh, not him. A- he's always a little confused. <laughs>
3: All right, Donna. Got to run. Thank you very much for your phone call. If you'd like to get a one-on-one with Gary Spivey, you can always do that by calling 1-800-827-GARY or GarySpivey.com. Schedule your own one-on-one private reading with him and ask all the questions you like, not just the one I limit you to here on Tuesday mornings. Gary, thank you very much for hanging out with us and talking to us. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. All right, my friend? Yeah, great. See you then. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye now.
5: My goodness! It's the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. Gary, hey, good morning. How hey, are you, man? I'm great, thanks. I feel like we haven't talked in a long time. Did we talk last week? We did. Okay, it just feels like it's been a really long time to me. Oh, I don't okay. know. This, uh, of course, nine eleven always reminds me of of while at the same while well, at the the greatest and at the same time the worst prediction that uh, that Gary ever made. Uh, it was heading into the holidays in two thousand. And as we always do, we ask Gary what, what he saw for the coming year. Right. And, uh, and, and he was very disturbed. And I, w- I wish... Didn't we at one point, Davey, didn't we actually have the, the recording of this? Didn't we at one point yes. have the recording yes. of, of Gary's... We did. Where is it? Uh, somehow or another, the, the thing that I grab them from the logger, Yeah, it they just vanished.
6: I, I went, think I have it somewhere oh, I do think you get a can, copy of it okay
5: if you can find it will you send it to us yeah we So we'll. we can have it next year yeah um, but Gary at the time predicted he said I'm not sure what it is I'm seeing but he, he goes because it doesn't make any sense but I see an island and I see it on fire and he goes it's like a, it's like I'm looking out the uh, the window of an airplane I'll never forget it wow. and uh, and that was and we, at the time we and I remember vividly we, th- we all thought it was Hawaii that he, that he was talking about Hawaii for some reason. And um, and it turned out to be nine eleven, which is right. And and
6: and Spence and actually Spence and Cat were were staying over at my house in Los Angeles, and. um, and I, I had gotten even a clearer vision as we got closer, and I said, you know, I am freaked out, and I really almost told him verbatim the story of what I saw 9-11 being and what it became, and that it was New York and this and that. I went all into it, and I, and I said, but you know, this prediction is so insane that I'm afraid, I'm a little afraid to really talk about it on, on the radio or TV or anything, and um, and uh, then of course I was very sad. Uh, I even moved some of my friends out of New York for that time period, and so... Um, and so but i was very very sad when when that came true and then, of course, I, I realized that uh, when I see something so horrible and horrific happening that I can project a lot of light to it and that changes the outcome in a positive way. And so that made me feel good. And, I, and so I, I stopped predicting a lot of catastrophic disasters, but I, I started projecting a lot of light to the bad things that, of course, I see. And so um, and that's good advice, I think, for everybody.
7: Sure. The uh, the prediction that uh, while we were at your house that one time was um, I he, you told this was verbatim. I was looking out my hotel room, and I saw Central Park on fire.
6: Yeah, it was in New York, right? Yeah, Jesus.
7: that was that we were having breakfast. Gary, by the way, cooks up a mean breakfast. Thank you. And then, <laughs> and he talked about that, and that's what he told us. Um, before 9-11. was
5: that when uh, you and you and Cat and Gary in the the baby oil underwear wrestling? Was that? Yeah, uh, but oh, there was no that underwear. That? Uh, oh. That's the part everybody. <laughs> no, is. <laughs> Gary is a great cook. If there's one, th- if there's two things he's good at, it's predicting and cooking. And I will say this:
7: uh, <laughs> another side note for those of you that think that Gary's hair isn't natural, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, it's natural. It's on there. He wakes up. It's mashed down. It's it's legit.
6: Up, he, got a few dents in it. Because because right?
7: I kind of figured because it was a long time ago that that we would I'd come up in the morning. He'd have his you know he'd have like cornrows or something instead of the <laughs> no that's his hair. Yeah, so it's truth.
5: I, I've seen somebody try and take it off his head and just about broke the poor yeah, man's the neck. neck. Yeah, it's, it's not good. All right, let's get to the calls. One 827 Gary. One 827 seven G A R Y. Um, Lee, uh, so where did you, okay, wait a minute, the money, family business, oh, how much money did they get away with?
4: We're not sure. We think that it's close to half a million. Wow. In the, uh. We'd probably do like a forensic analysis and everything.
5: So one of the employees of the family business got away with half a million dollars.
4: Yeah, over a series of years.
5: And you can't prove it, right? Not yet. You can prove enough of it
6: to really cause a big issue and get a um, an indictment, I think. That's what I see.
4: We're wondering, really, if we're going to get the money back, because she kind of put us in a really bad place for a long time. Um, and we're more concerned with it financially than we are with putting her away, I think.
6: Right. Well, I think you have to, you know, unfortunately, it looks like that that you have to be pretty aggressive to get it to work out, you know, and um, um, but I, I do see it working out in your favor, and I think the real number is three hundred and eighty-five thousand. That's what I see, yes. you, and if you if you dig around, I think after a period of time you'll figure out that's about the number, and so, um, so there we are. But I do see that you will uh, you'll get um, about two hundred thousand of this back. So that's that's how I see it.
4: Okay. Okay. Um, do you mind if I ask can you clear my demons
5: I know I feel I those did ones. already yeah that's part of the deal yeah and, and, and it's funny reason. we end up we end up saying this about every other week yeah but it's kind of <laughs> like when you go to get your car washed and they vacuum out the inside for free that's, <laughs> yeah. ki- that's kind of how this works
6: thats deal that's the reason your hands are warm right now
5: okay, okay. good
4: thank you all right good have luck. a good day you too.
5: Thank all right you. we'll see you the world's greatest psychic gary spivey is here one eight hundred eight two seven 827 gary 1-800-827-gary that's his number now a minute ago she was asking about clearing the energy this th- that kind of on a base level that happens sometimes you got to dig a little deeper for a case like veronica's what what are your dreams about they're bad dreams obviously what are they about it's just
4: bad dreams um I don't know, they're beating up like a loved one and screaming and I can't do looking about it. And then I just feel stuff around me and behind me and I look, there's nothing. So
2: Is that going around, Gary? Because my yeah. all my bad dreams have come back like the ones that I had when I was pregnant and it's freaking me out.
6: Right, they they really are kind of back right now because I'm getting a lot of phone calls from you know all over America, and well, weirdly all over the world, you know, because I, I read people in Europe and all over the world as well, and so I'm getting a lot of phone calls uh, about this night terror thing. And once they start, and you have a uh, you'll have a night of these, and and it'll just continue, you know, off and on all night long, and it makes you, of course, not sleep very well. And it happens, uh, it seems seemingly all on the same night. And I, I see it with people all over the world. So it's interesting. One person in Los Angeles, a person in New York, a person in Europe, will all have this going on exactly at the same time. So it's a, it has to do with a lot of the catastrophic horrors that are going on on the other side of the planet that are really real, you know, real deals where people are getting killed. And so, uh, but the, these particular red-eyed demons are around. I just cleared them off of Veronica. There we go. You'll notice you feel really warm. And I just got them off of... Um, of, um, of uh, you guys in the studio, and then I got them off of every, I cleared all of Las Vegas. I can do it that quick in my head, and now the world. And so, and, and you can really clear your energy that way. You want to clear you, you want to clear your, your house, you want to clear your family, you want to clear your town, you want to clear your city, your world. It works like that. And so, but uh, if you notice, your hands are warm. Feel that? Yes. <laughs> there we are. late yeah. yeah, we're good. You don't you don't have red eyed demons. You won't have crazy night terrors. Okay, honey.
5: Yay, thank it's you It's cool so much. like that. It's yeah. cool. It. Yeah, it's fun, have isn't a good it? Day. All right, we'll see you. Yeah, you just okay, you sound lighter. <laughs> you yeah. sound way better already. Yeah, thank you true. had a lot I of stuff. <laughs> I get chills you. in the back of my neck whenever he does that.
6: Yeah, you can feel it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's your that's your God cord. Well, that's where it connects the back your of your God neck cord. Your God cord. This connects you back up to heaven, and so and you'll feel that get tingly and light. And that's because of all your spiritual gifts sort of coming on, and so that's what happens.
5: Well, we may need to do a little bit of that for Chelsea right here, um, Chelsea. We're sorry about your cousin. Thank you. Um, Sixteen years old and decided uh, to take his life.
4: Yeah, about it'd be three weeks on Sunday, mm.
5: and and no one knows why.
4: Well, I, he had a, a, his dad passed away, which is my other cousin. Um, it'll be a year in October, so I don't know if it's like a mixture of that, leaving behind his friends from Texas, a girlfriend. I mean, there's just so many things that are going through all of our heads as to why.
6: Can
5: we check up, Gary?
6: Well, yeah, when I I feel him very lonely, and uh, and uh, I see him sitting on a bed. It, it, it could be no, it's a bed. I started to say it was a couch, but I think it's a bed. And I, mm-hmm. I, see him, I see him sitting there, and I see him, you know, saying, "I blanked up, I blanked up, oh my God, I blanked up," you know, like messed up. And so, and so he he's just screaming this over and over again. And um, and so the lonely feeling and the fearful feeling is now the worst ever because he's earthbound. And so. Um, People that kill themselves don't go anywhere. They get hung in the moment of death, and so, and so I just see him holding his head and choking, and so um, that's what I see. How did he do it?
4: Um, he hung himself.
6: Yeah. See, and so, uh,
5: he's and
4: just you know choking. he was like you're talking about a bed, but you know he had his bed made on the couch, and oh, that's
5: oh, right, yeah. bed couch. You can figure it out. I yeah. Get it.
4: Yeah.
6: Right, and so, but he's right there. See, he's hung in that moment of death, and that's where he is. And so now we can help him, and you can help him. See, you won't respond to my voice, but he, but I can open the channel where he will respond to yours, and then I can get the angels to come and get him. And so, so tell him to look up right now. Call his first name. Tyler. Okay, he's looking around all over the place. Tell him to look up. Look up. Tell him who you are.
4: It's Chelsea.
6: He, he goes, he knows, he knows. Okay, tell him to look up.
4: Look
6: up, Tyler. Okay. He goes where? Tell him straight up. Straight up. Okay. There we go. There. He's got it. Okay. Tell him that light. Reach and get the angel's hand.
4: Reach and get the angel's hand. Reach higher. Higher, Tyler.
6: A little higher.
4: A little
6: higher. There we go. Tell him to step into the light.
4: Step into the
6: light. And there he goes. You got him. There. See, so he got really light and tingly. Feel that? Yeah. Yeah, you did him the biggest favor. Anybody could ever do anyone. You got him out of that horrible earthbound dimensions where demons pummel you without a body. You're there You're there without a body, which is terrible. So okay. he's okay now. takes about 15 minutes to get to heaven, okay?
4: Okay,
5: thank you. Chelsea, Good you luck, did a great honey. job. Yeah, you thank did. You. Really, you did really well with that. Good luck, honey. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, we'll see you. All right, then. Give Gary a call, 1-800-827-GARY, 1-800-827-GARY, uh, and go to the website, GarySpivey.com, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay?
1: Great, guys. See you then.
5: All right, buddy. Have a good day.
1: Bye. Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic, is in the studio to answer your questions. How are you, Gary Spivey? I'm great. Good morning. <laughs> okay, all right. Lovely. Uh, we are already answering questions. I answered one for Jennifer. Jennifer? Was desperate. She's like, oh, I want to ask Gary this question so bad. She said, my husband went to a wedding not too long ago, and I should have gone with him. He met somebody while he was there, and now he's left me. I got pissed, and I divorced him. And now she says, I want him back. Mm. And basically, Gary said, well, you weren't nice to him. Until he left you and expressed interest in somebody else She
8: probably knows that and that's why she's like beating herself up She probably realizes she let someone really go get away
0: not really. No? No, not, not too much. No, it's just a matter of just he's got someone. Oh, And so, and that's so she goes, okay, he's running the other way now, so I'm going to have to run after him. And so that's the whole passive-aggressive routine. Yeah. Number one game people play in dysfunctional relationships. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You'll okay. always lose. I have
8: a ton of emails. I've been dating this guy on and off for the past two years. The last six months, he has stopped being intimate. No sex at all. Stopped kissing as much. When I called him out, he said it was because, quote unquote, he got bad. Is that the reason, or am I bad in bed? Or is he dating someone else?
0: No, he got fat. How He's fat just, did insecure. he get Harry? Well, he didn't get that fat, but he got a little bit fat. Mm-hmm. And see, sometimes guys really freak out, just like girls do. And, and if they gain 10 pounds, or even 5 pounds, or sometimes yeah. 2 pounds, um, they lose
1: it. Mm. And they think they're not pretty anymore. I get that. I mean, I've gained yeah. weight, and lost weight, and gained weight, lost weight. And sometimes you do. You just look in the mirror, and you're like, gross. How could anybody even want... To be with me. I do that every day. Shut up. In my life. Um, all my life, I've had
8: strange and unexplainable things happen to me. I see things before they happen, hear things before people say them. One particular incident that stands out is in high school, I picked up the landline phone to call my BFF. There was no dial tone. I thought the phone was off the hook or someone in the house was on the phone, so I said hello. I heard a voice answer back. Hello? It was my BFF. We had each picked up the phone with intentions of calling the other, but neither had dialed any phone number. But there we were talking to each other. That was strange enough, but a few months later it happened again. This was not a coincidence. Can you tell me if I have psychic potential? I feel crazy even asking. It's just always a feeling I've carried with me.
0: Uh, I see that this is just, yeah, people are connected, especially you're you're connected with your best friend, you're connected with your family members. and uh, uh, sometimes you're connected with strangers. You'll just feel this amazing connection, and that's like the conduit of oneness or it can't even be the conduit of noneness. You have to figure out, is this an angelically led uh, mm-hmm. connection or a demonically led connection, but
1: people do feel this a different thing and they'll call people at the same time. I do it all the time. okay. Morgan has a really interesting question for uh, for Gary. Hi, Morgan. Hi. You have you? you have something to tell your boyfriend, but he doesn't know anything about it, right?
4: No, he doesn't.
1: And you're worried no. about how he's going to react.
4: Yes, and I don't even know if I should tell him or should I should leave. I don't, I don't know. But um, basically what it is is my boyfriend does not like strippers, doesn't care for the strip club or anything like that. I, I feel like um, I, I kind of want to go to Atlanta to start stripping. But you're a protecting. stripper. Let's, let's
1: back up a second. Your boyfriend doesn't know you're a stripper. He doesn't like strippers or the strip club, and you've kept it a secret from him.
4: No, no, no. I'm not a stripper, but I want to be. Um, Not for attention... It's strictly for money because that's the only way that I think I'm going to be able to open my business like how I want to, or do I just like stay in a relationship? I mean, I'm happy with him. He's a good guy. I know, Gary, you can see that he's a great guy, but it's like I keep thinking about like my business and my money and my future, and that's the only way that I think that I can make money other than my fast money other than than my nine to five. I
1: feel bad for you that you think that's the only way.
4: I'm not you, the only way, but the fastest yeah, way. Yeah, I
1: understand. I I just feel bad that it's like, wow, I feel bad that somebody's in the position where they think that stripping is the only way or the best way or the fastest yeah. way. What do you think, Gary? Help her out.
0: Well, here's here's what I think. I think you're wonderful. I think your boyfriend is really wonderful. And uh, I think it would be a shame. I think this would be a deal breaker between the two of you. And yeah. uh, and I don't think you want it to be, Right.
4: No, but I don't like.
0: I keep thinking about it every day. Yeah, well, even though, even so, uh, I think that it's really a mistake. And when you go down that road, you're down that road. And so you'll think about saving the money. And I know now you have good intentions, and you're going to save your money, and you're going to get out of stripping. But once you start stripping, you actually do make good money. And what happens is you keep stripping. You're just going to keep
1: on. How much and can she make a week, Gary? What do you see? Well, I think even if she works so-so, she'll make a couple thousand. A couple of thousand a week. Right. And that'll be more than a startup business, and then she'll be tempted to stick with it? Yeah, because she already has a good business. That's uh, what that would be, but that would be your business.
0: So I really don't think that's the lifestyle you're looking for. Um, you know, I, I don't think for you. I think it's okay for some people, but for you, I don't think this is a good idea.
4: So you think I should just... With him, I do. I think you girl, should go into daughter, I think California and try to be an actress because well, that's think, what
0: I wanted to do. Well, I think anything like that is good. Anything creative is good. But I see you in sales and marketing and you're a superstar. You, you can sell something besides you running around naked. <laughs> that's what I see.
1: Okay. So this okay, good. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't oh spend all God. day on you. I will say, that's an example of a good question for Gary Spivey, rather than, uh, my girlfriend has demons, can you get rid of them? I mean, that's kind of, to me. But I do like that one. I know, I know you do. Cassandra is on the phone. Hi, Cassandra. Hi. Question for Gary Spivey. What do you got?
4: So, I have always kind of wondered, um, I'm really close to my grandmother. She actually gave birth um, to a stillborn baby, and I was named after that baby and my grandma. I'm curious if I am like, if I am my aunt, if I was reincarnated in my aunt, if she's in me, because me and my grandma have this bond that she doesn't even have with her kids and anybody else.
0: Well, here's what I see. A lot of times people incarnate or reincarnate in groups. So I think you've been together in past lifetime situations, but I I just see, I don't see anybody, anybody else, but I do see a connection and you'll feel this soul connection and it's almost like you can finish uh, each other's sentences. And when, you know, you're, you're so empathic of her, when she feels pain, you feel pain. When she feels joy, you feel joy. And so, Uh, but this is a connection, and this connection is growing with everybody. So people will feel more these days, and so uh, you're just feeling the what's real, and so that's a good thing.
4: Okay. One last thing: Is my aunt okay? Is she happy?
0: And now she is. I see a big smile. You know, okay. she's not talking; she's just smiling. Okay. Okay. Sure,
8: thank you. Um, this is... Uh, okay, okay it says, A few weeks ago, I went up north for the first time to my girlfriend's hometown for a wedding. Being that I was the boyfriend, I had to sleep in the grandmother's house in the guest room. The room I was sleeping in had a mirror hanging on the wall across the bed where you can sit up in the bed and see yourself in the mirror. On the last night there, I woke up at 3 a.m. for no reason. I just sat up in the bed and looked in the mirror, but instead of seeing myself, I saw something else in the mirror. I know when you first wake up, you're initially groggy, so I sat there for about 5 to 10 seconds and realized instead of seeing myself in the mirror, I saw an old lady with gray thinning hair past her shoulders. It was a very clear image. She wasn't transparent like a ghost, and I could not see myself at all behind her or around her. Um, It was as if an old lady was sitting at the bed looking in the mirror at herself. I was frozen in terror. Then all of a sudden, she looked down at me and opened her mouth. I wasn't moving at all, so it definitely was not me in the mirror. At this point, I did what any 25-year-old male would do. I hid under the covers like a toddler, thinking, if I can't see her, she can't see me. Um, I peeked out a few times. She was still there. Basically, I stayed under the cover until sleep finally overtook me. I asked my girlfriend and her family if any recent deaths happened, and they said there has been no female family deaths. Also, both of my girlfriend's grandmothers are still alive, and... Um, same with all of mine. I did not recognize the old lady in the mirror. She did not look familiar. Who was this lady? What just happened?
0: Well, here's what I see. I see that it was an Alzheimer's person. Uh, many times Alzheimer's people leave their bodies before their body dies. That's the reason, you know, grandma will have all kinds of spirits in there telling you, you know, what to do with yourself and, um, and doing crazy things. And so this was an Alzheimer's victim. And uh, this, this spirit was actually in his body. That's okay. the reason when he looked at the mirror, he saw this spirit. He, he saw her in the mirror, but he's really looking at himself. And so she had sort of inhabited his body.
8: That's terrifying.
0: That's crazy, but this happens. This is—I've heard this story before. Okay, I've heard the same thing before, but it's an Alzheimer's person. So somebody in their family could be a grandma, whoever has Alzheimer's. Mm.
8: Um, This one says, "I found several emails my boyfriend has made that I don't know of, and found gay porn on his phone. I need to know if my boyfriend is cheating and if he is gay."
0: No, and a little bit.
1: So he's not cheating, but bisexual. He's a little bit gay. He's a little bit gay. Yeah. He's kind okay. of bicurious, curious I think. Okay. okay. I think that's fairly common. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys won't admit it, but I think it's fairly common.
8: Yes. Several years ago, my grandfather and his wife were under suspicion and accused for the death of a baby who was in their care. Their circumstances and the baby's parents' behavior was also very strange, and we have long thought they were actually responsible. My grandfather has been gone for a few years and has never heard a fly. I've always wondered what happened.
1: Um, that's not true they they didn't kill the baby yeah so that's just not true okay nikki tell me why you want to talk to gary spivey what's going on
4: my father um he committed a major crime and he fled the country okay um i wanted to know if he was going to pay for that or if they'd ever catch him
1: do you know where he is
4: he's in china
1: he's in china Wow, he oh, did yeah. flee the country. Oh, so yeah, you're yeah. wondering if they're ever gonna find him, extradite him, convict him, if he's ever gonna pay for the crime.
4: Right. Will he ever pay for it?
1: No. And he will never return. So he's he's there. That's where he's at.
8: That's kind of a bummer, huh?
1: Yeah. Mm. That's do you want him to it. get do you want him to get caught and pay for it, don't you, Nikki? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was it
8: something that affected your family?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. On that same note, um, is it Carrie, can you tell
0: if he got after my daughter? Um, no, he didn't. He might have if he would have, you know, if the circumstances would have presented themselves or can, in a convenient way, but no. No. Okay. Um, Thank you.
8: There, this is kind of a, one of those emails where it's kind of boring, but I think that it's a massive appeal. Bring it on, but sister. I, but I think it's a massive appeal email because I think a lot of parents deal with this. All right. What do you got? Our daughter is 25. She has her bachelor's degree in technical design. She doesn't seem to have any drive at this point. She moved back home. She works part-time at the student loans. Or wait, and the student loans are horrible. She's never been kissed by a boy. When will she find a full-time job in her area of study? When will she find someone special? I That's think a lot of parents have that. Like, their kid... Um, my friend Abby, her brother was like that. He finally found someone. Like We thought he'd be like kind of a single guy for life, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. He did find someone finally, but that must be frustrating. You send your kid to college to go out on their own and now she's back at home she has no drive part time never had a boyfriend
1: Mm -hmm. another thing is I mean I read somewhere that for every corporate job that college graduates apply for about 250 people are applying for that job so it's really difficult what do you see Gary? well here's what I see I I, I
0: would you know caution the parent or parents to not be enablers Mm -hmm. and so you know uh, the old kick them out of the nest and so Mm -hmm. and, and this is really what needs to occur And so uh, and this would go to the parent. It's not about the child. It's about or the grown adult, not a child anymore. And so um, I think it's about the parent being a little bit more aggressive and, and pushing her out of the nest and telling her you need to work full time. Because you got to make a living mm-hmm. as a parent.
1: That's so hard to do. I mean, we yep. didn't have to do that with Allison or any of the kids so far. But it's got to be. I mean, if if one of them came back and said, "I just need to stay here for six months," while I get, I'd be like, "Okay, right." He makes you tough. some cookies.
8: I always make a joke that <laughs> Dave's gonna try he'll... to try to actually keep Carson in the house for the rest of his life because he loves him so I much. I do.
1: I love him so much. Um, Gary, I recently broke up with my boyfriend for various reasons, but it's still a question uh, still a question is unknown to me. Did he steal my daughter's money? He denied it when I asked him. I think he did. And did he steal the money? Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah, he steals a lot. I mean, I think she knows he stole some other stuff from other people. If you even suspect that your boyfriend is stealing your money, that's a horrible situation to even be in, you know? No,
8: I've never, ever,
1: ever dated anybody that I suspected was stealing money. And when I suspected they were lying, I was right every single time.
8: Yeah, and not just money. Like we, I mean, we talked about it earlier. If, like, all of a sudden your prescription pills are slowly, like, missing, where'd they go? Yeah right. Different things are being I actually A guy I used to work with He went to a storage unit One time And noticed Things of his were missing Okay Here's the problem The girl he was dating Was so stupid His best friend Worked at the local pawn shop He goes in the <laughs> pawn shop One day He's like That looks like my stereo And he's like Yeah Your girlfriend Brought it in to us He's like no. That's my radio And he's like Are you serious She had been Pawning his stuff
1: Getting it out of A storage unit And pawning it you don't
8: How often do you look In your storage unit Right Not often pawning his stuff to get money for like her addiction she had Oh god Yeah messed Gary
1: up. didn't you tell me a couple of weeks or months ago that this like this uh whatever the pain the pain pills the Vicodin or the heroin or whatever this addiction thing is getting so big crazy it's like how bad has it gotten well
0: it's really crazy because people come to me Dave in private readings and they really you know are fessing up you know and, and they want to know is there a dark energy is there demons there are addictive demons there are drug demons There's stuff like that mm-hmm. and they really take control and, and people get uh, really addicted to pain pills so easy and prescription medication and even people on antidepressants will pretty soon they You'll be on one. The doctor will thump you out two. Why not do three? You'll be on five and six of those at one time, and so it's a bad science. It really oh doesn't help. It just God. makes you to- totally sedated, and and creates enormous dark energy in your head. So a lot of times, I get rid of the dark energy, and people then will get off the drug. And so,
1: Alice is where she lives. I mean, that's like it's it's, it's like bad. epidemic where you live. Are we crazy? Going back in Indiana?
8: In Indiana, it's like where. Um A year or so ago, they had a big raid with doctors because, like, someone I knew that had a problem was able to go to, like, two to three doctors Mm -hmm. in within the same region and get prescriptions for each. And they would give them, like, the highest level, the, like, I mean, it just, it was unbelievable how many pills these doctors were pushing. And it ended up becoming a big issue with the law, and they had to, like, crack down on these people. It was really insane.
1: But the more they crack down, then the harder it is to get it, the more desperate people become, yep. and the more they'll steal, and the further links they'll go to to get their fix. Yep. Oh, it's terrible. Gary, will that ever come to an end? Well, I mean, will it ever go out of... I don't know I don't want to say style because it's not style will that ever will this phase ever pass with this pill well, addiction it, it
0: seems like when people move away from one particular drug that seems to be the drug of the day they go to the next one there's always something that seems to be the one that uh, that people will will lean towards but i think that the the prescription medication uh, addiction thing now i mean many times i talk to grandmas who are who are drug addicts Mm -hmm. what's 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 wrong with grandma grandma's stoned Mm -hmm. you know and grandma's going to three different doctors getting three different prescriptions for vacatins or whatever and and she's ripped and so to the point of where she could kill herself taking these things and so it really can be really really serious and so the biggest thing people realize they got a friend or family member doing this address it in their face talk to them and so that's that's what everybody should try to do
1: okay Uh, Here's another one. Janet says, Gary, I met with you about 10 years ago, and you told me my stepson was going to be transgendered, not gay. Now, 10 years later, his life is falling apart because we suspect that he is gay. He fell in love with his college roommate. He's not willing to tell anyone that he's gay or possibly transgendered. He flunked out of school. He's suicidal, depressed, and very standoffish. Will he turn his life around, or will he end his life, and what can they do to help out? Janet wants to know.
0: Well, I think if she's his best friend, uh, I would say, hold on tight be his best friend uh, and as long as she's his best friend, uh, I see him getting right on through this and I just think it's a bad time and uh, that that he'll you know realize who he is what he is what he needs to do how he can be happy and people love him and I, I would just tell her to love him a
1: lot, hold on tight and okay. uh, and be his best friend I'm trying to type this really fast so I get back to her him a lot. And be his best friend. Okay. Got it. Thank you, Gary. Hey, Gary can do that for you, too. She went to Gary 10 years ago, and Gary gave her some powerful information. So, if you want the same experience, call Gary, 1-800-827-GARY. Gary, Gary, you know I love you. I love you, too. All right.